morning, Robert. How are you doing, my friend? You know, I am better than excellent. Good morning, LinkedIn, and good morning, Doreen. How are you? I'm doing great. And for those of you who celebrate, Merry Christmas. What a beautiful day. Another beautiful day, I want to say, to be alive and to enjoy life as much as we can because tomorrow is not granted so either you celebrate or not i really hope that you are having a wonderful day absolutely today is so, all we have yeah this is all we have so robert let's talk about the holidays you know something as you know and as many of you know I'm not from North America, I'm from France, and I moved to Canada like more than 10 years ago, 12 years ago, actually. So North America is what I call home. But it's always fascinating to me to see the, the cultural differences between uh, Europe and North America, and especially in the way we celebrate uh, things. And the holidays being uh, a big one, actually, because in North America, uh, you do things in big, you know, it's about the big celebration, the big table, the, the beautiful decor, the perfect uh, Christmas tree, the perfect family picture. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. And even though it's beautiful and it's beautiful to watch and it's beautiful to experience, I'm always fascinated by the pressure that culturally speaking we feel about portraying a perfect image in whatever situation including christmas so since you are like born and raised you were born and raised in the us uh, robert tell me what's your your souvenir or what you know what feeling or what word would you associate with uh, the holidays Oh, you know, I would like to use the word joy, but I think realistically, <laughs> the word that I would probably use nowadays is overindulgence. Mm. And why is that? Um, I think um, I think because of the the movies that we watch and the things <laughs> that we see, you know, on the big screen. Yeah, and actually, hello everyone. Merry Christmas to all of you uh, joining us. Either you're watching live or watching the replay. Tell us what, how you feel about Christmas if you celebrate, even if you don't celebrate, you know, how do you feel about this time of the year? And we have a couple of people here. We have Chris uh, joining us. We have who else is in the house? We have Shitties as usual. Good morning or good day. Uh, and we have uh, Benjamin, actually, who is like, who is, oh, here, the, the comment is here, who is like sharing something very, very uh, uh, relevant. And how about all the ones who are alone it, yep. with no much, not much family, right? And that's kind of, that's one of the aspects that we want to touch base in the conversation today, like, I was talking about feeling the pressure of like having this perfect portrait, uh, Christmas, family portrait, Christmas portrait, whatever portrait. But how about like, you know, those of us who are alone, how about those of us who 
don't feel like celebrating? And how about those of us who may have experienced uh, um, a tragic or sad events at this time of the year? And, you know, instead of having memories, bringing them joy, it brings them memories that are quite sad. And so we we don't talk we, we don't see like I think we are so focused on making making it like perfectly perfect that we forget about you know but what's what's happening in our real life what, what are your thoughts on that uh, Robert? Yeah, I think sometimes our perception of reality can be skewed by what we see on the news, and it's unfortunate because it does lead to depression, anxiety. Yeah angst around the holidays and even not around the holidays. Um, and and it, especially for those, like Benjamin said, for those who are alone, it makes it even worse because they feel like they don't have anyone to talk to. And then they feel even worse when they can't live up to the Hollywood image that they see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So <clears throat> I was doing some research and I came across this article um, in a Refinery29. And let me read you a short uh, paragraph because to me that was that, that caught my attention and actually it, it was a good way to reflect uh, around uh, the celebration of Christmas. Every, everything around you societally is pushing you to be happy and to focus on happiness around the holidays, which is true, which is what we just uh, talked about. The movies, the ads, the perfectly created Instagram pictures of decorations, beautifully wrapped presents, which I never know. <laughs> I still don't know how to perfectly wrap uh, a present and matching family pajamas all fuel the idea of what we think the holidays should look like. And when contrasted with our real life experiences, some or many of us actually may end up feeling disappointed and frustrated long before we unwrap, we unwrap the first present, if there is any. Okay, so and this year, particularly as we are ending 2021, we may be feeling an even bigger desire for a perfectly festive holidays simply because we have been through a tough few years. Now it's been two years, right? That have included a global pandemic, for some of you, personal loss, a climate crisis, a collective focus on the heartbreaking social and racial inequities. And not only in the US, but around the world, right? So when you think about all of this, like, can you just jump in the holidays and, and, and forget about all of this? Or like, how do you handle like those mixed feelings and emotions? And so the holidays may feel like our one chance to end this year right and to reflect without regret about what happened throughout the year. And I think here the key is to reflect without regret, because even like no matter what happened in your life this year or in the past two years, we know it has, it has been rough for a lot of us. But still, I'm convinced that in everything that we experience, there is some positive out of it. Absolutely. You know, and I, I think you bring up a good point. Reflecting without regret, regret is one of the most important things that you can do. Because what a lot of us do is we start to reflect and then we start to carry those burdens with us into the new year, into the new week, into the new day. 
Now, reflection should be a tool for learning. What went well? Let's carry that forward. What didn't go so well? Let's figure out how to correct it. What was bad? Let's remember it for a little while, but then forget about it because you're going forward. And, you know, if we can learn to reflect without regret, that's the, the first thing to do. That's the number one key because everybody goes through something. But we have to make plans to improve and not stay stuck in the past. But I think after you start to, you know, reflect without regret, you got to do something else. The second thing I think you got to do is acknowledge the awesome people that are in your life. I know a lot of us, what we do is we start to think about the bad people, the people who did us wrong, the people that we don't like. And we forget that there's this whole segment of good people that held us down, people that were there when we needed to call them late at night because we had a problem that we wanted to talk about or people that helped us do something new that we were trying to do. The more we start thinking about the people that are awesome in our lives, then you start to fill your life with their awesomeness instead of the stupid stuff that the other people have brought you. So you got to kind of reflect. Then you got to acknowledge the awesome people that you have around you. And then once you figure out who those awesome people are, start calling them. Because I know especially around the holidays, what a lot of us do is we say, I'm not going to call this person because I don't really want to bother them. They might be too busy with family. Now pick up the phone or get on Zoom or whatever and call your support system. That's what they're there for. They're your support system. Pick up the phone, call them, talk to them, you know, and, and just smile with them, laugh, have a good time. But, you know, how about for, 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 for those who are uh, alone and sometimes, you know, picking up the phone and calling the people that you know might be a sign that, uh, or maybe how can I say that, when you don't want to let people know that you are alone, right? So... It's hard to to have to find the, the the strength and the motivation to call them when you know they are living their best life while you are all by yourself. Yeah, here's the deal though: none of us are ever truly alone. We no. choose to be alone, but none of us are. There, there's someone out there that cares for you, no matter who you are. And and, and I'll give you an example. And I said this yesterday when I, I popped on uh, Inger's show. So I don't have any brothers or sisters in life none whatsoever and for a while earlier in my life i was wondering well, what's gonna happen to me i'm just gonna die alone like <laughs> what am i gonna do and i remember saying that to one of my friends about six months ago a good friend of mine i've known him since i was about four years old so we were on the phone talking and i was like hey man you know if anything happens to me what what am i gonna do Who, who's gonna help me what am i gonna do i don't have anyone in this world and he was like, look, don't be stupid. And he could say that to me because, you know, we've been knowing each other our entire lives. But he was like, don't be stupid. I was like, what do you mean, don't be stupid? What's wrong with you? And he said, you got us. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. And, and you know, so your, your, your family is not necessarily your blood. Oh, not necessarily those people that you are related to. Everybody has somebody in their life that they can pick up the phone and call when it's time to call. Um, you know, even if you just need to have a friendly voice say something to you, or if you have a problem you want to sort through and work out, or if you just want to go somewhere and sit down and do nothing. Yeah, I agree. Like, I agree. Oh, you know what? I'm just realizing that I'm not live on my channel. So we are live on yours. <laughs> At least but we are not live on mine. I don't know what's happening here. That's okay. As long as we're live on your channel. Yeah, I. we are not. Definitely not. But that's okay. That's okay. Sorry about it. About it, I was, I was, I was checking. I was like, yes, no, we are not. But it's not working. But at least the people in your community have the message, which is uh, uh, 
better than nothing, which is what matters. So yes, you are not alone. And I do believe, you know, it. what you were sharing is very powerful because would you say that finally you were not um, grateful for what you have in the sense that you, you couldn't see it, right? When it was maybe right in front of you. So would you say that you were not grateful at this time for what you already had? Yeah, I mean, I think that would be a fairly fair assessment. So I'll take it a step further. I was unaware of what I had, mm-hmm. you know, so it's it's hard to be either grateful or ungrateful if you're stuck in a state of unawareness. I got because I remember a few years ago, like several years ago when I was doing my will. I know that's a morbid topic, but I was doing my will and I was like, who do I get to take care of my stuff? And, and, and this same friend, he was like, hey, man, I got you. I was like, ah. Oh. But I must say you have good friends, though. Like you have really good friends. I, I really do. And I, I didn't I didn't understand just how how many and how good friends that I actually have until like maybe eight, nine years ago. But I mean, these are people that I've known my entire life. So they're, they're my family. Oh, yes. And actually, um, three like is agreeing with you like i definitely do agree family is not always your blood blood and this is 100 percent true like family can like those are the your family members are the people that you choose to be around i do believe like strongly and you know some people that you are not related at all with will be there for you 100 percent like <laughs> more than any uh, of family members so 100 yeah. family is not really it's not necessarily blood related and and i think when we realize this it takes a, a weight out of our uh you know chest that okay you know this is life it happens but if i get people that i can count on they are the family that i have chosen well and you know it's it's really strange doreen because i used to roll through this world alone just thinking you got to do it all by yourself. And, you know, the minute that the minute it just flipped for me, I was like, whoa, this is insane. Even this year alone, I've added so many people to who I believe to be, you know, my extended family. It's been just really um, I don't know. It's been a real happy time and a happy experience, you know. Yeah. And, and, and let's let, let's take a look at the at the comments here. Benjamin says we can choose our friends versus family, but even friendships we can outgrow. Yeah, I, I think you can definitely outgrow some people. There's a season for everything, right? Just like mm-hmm. when you're planting crops, there's always a season for things. But for me, some of those friendships that are the best, like I've got one friend, we talk maybe twice a year. That's about it. But when we talk, we catch right up and it's like old times and we just roll. To me, those are the ones where it's like, wow, certain things can stand the test of time. Certain friendships can stand the test of time if you want them to. Uh, I agree. And actually, you know, uh, my best friend, we we are like childhood friends and we don't talk. We don't talk like she's in France. I'm here in Canada. We don't talk. But every time I go to France, of course, I will visit her and it will be just like we had seen each other the day before. Like and yep. it's just the way it is, right? So those those friendships are f- powerful. And I saw another comment here. 
uh, at times we outgrow some people. I experienced this, yes. So as as um, Robert was saying, you know, life is about it's about cycles. So yes, you know, it is it is not the best time of the the year for 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 everyone, and I think it's important to acknowledge it. So if you are in this situation, we really want you to know that you are not alone. It's very important to realize that you are not alone. You may have at least someone that you know. And you feel, if you feel lonely or sad, you know, around the holidays, like it happens and that's okay. Uh, you know, it, it's very important to acknowledge your feelings and to feel your feelings, right? Don't try to, to push your feelings away because you see everyone else and quote unquote being perfectly happy at this time of the year because it is a facade and you never know you never know how people truly feel inside right and especially with social media now like the goal i feel like for many 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 people the goal is to showcase this perfect created life with success happiness family the businesses like cars whatever whatever but like would you really really like tie your value as a person to the material things that others are showcasing on their social media when actually you don't know again how they feel so don't feel bad you know and if you feel sad that's okay too i think it's important to say that there is nothing wrong with you yeah so and then here, here's what i'll say so first and foremost happiness starts from within it's an inside job yeah it is there, there's no way a television can program can tell you what happiness is there's no way the new shiny car in your driveway can tell you what happiness is so the first thing we have to do is define what happiness means to us like i know what it means for me to be happy for me it's just having peace peace makes me happy i'm a very simple guy peace makes me happy but then after you define it just declare it tell it to other people because sometimes your friends don't know what makes you happy. They're not clairvoyant. They can't read your mind. And if you sit here and you sit here and you look at your friend and you say, well, why are they doing this? This is so annoying. This doesn't make me happy. It's because you haven't told them. So you got to define what it means to you. Then you have to declare it and then reevaluate it every once in a while. Because what made you happy yesterday may not make you happy tomorrow. But that would be the three things that I would say. Figure out what makes you happy and then just tell people, tell yourself. You know, the, the television programs, they can't make you happy. They can't tell you. Nowadays, here's what's funny, though. This is the time of year that you see uh, all of the advertisements for uh, uh, diamond, diamond rings. Somebody has to get engaged and you have to buy oh, them yeah? a diamond ring. Oh. Then you see, oh, yeah. Then you see the commercials for uh, Lexus, the Lexus vehicles. Somebody's going to buy you a Lexus for Christmas. And that shows you that they love you. Uh, forget that crap. Don't look at any of that. Now, if that, if that does make you happy, then so be it. But um, you have to be able to look past that nonsense and figure out what makes you happy. Define it, declare it, and then live in it. You guys in the U.S. are like next level, like <laughs> in terms of uh, finding or representing what is supposed to make uh, people happy. But now let's maybe let's talk on a positive note too about, you know, the, the, the holidays. Uh, and I would like to ask you, Robert, wh what's your best or favorite memories um, of the, the holidays season? 
You know, some of my most favorite memories were when I was a kid, the same friends that I still have to this day. But we were we were like really, really poor. So we would strategize on Christmas. We would all sit here and say we would talk about the one big thing that we wanted and we would make sure that our gifts didn't overlap so that we could share gifts. And I remember I remember just waking up on Christmas morning and half the time we didn't even open our gifts. We'd just be sitting there outside playing football or basketball or something. And it was really about the time spent with one another. And those are the times I remember most, just spending time with them. And then I would go over my grandmother's house and then my other grandmother. And then, you know, we would just go from house to house. But I don't remember any single gift. I can't tell you, oh, this is one huge gift that I got that I remember. I remember eating a lot, laughing a lot. I remember getting hurt sometimes because we would play a little rough outside. But that's what I really remember the most out of any Christmas. And even now to this day, you know, when people ask, well, what do you want for Christmas? I don't, I don't really want anything. Yeah. If, if I like being around you, spend some time with me. Call me. Come see me. Let's go hang out. Let's go to a movie. Let's do something together. You don't have to get me anything. I don't want you standing in long lines to try and buy me a gift. Yeah, yeah, I, I can relate. I think like, you know, for me, like, I was born and raised in a broken family, but at least for Christmas, uh, we would make make the effort of uh, coming together and have a, a, a lunchtime together. <laughs> so that's what we would do for Christmas. We would have lunch and we would, we would offer uh, presents uh, to one another. But since on my side, we were um, uh, the poorest uh, compared to other family members, we, 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 also, we always had the, the, the less expensive, the less fancy uh, gifts mm -hmm. for other members. And we, it always made me feel like, you know, I'm an outsider. Uh, and I was, my mom and I, we were not outside, we were outsiders, but still, you know, for me, it was the most important was to be able to, uh, spend some quality time with my, my family members. And that would be the only time of the year where we would get to see, um, each other and, you know, be, be, be together. So, you know, like, as we, we, we were saying, like the holidays represents something different to every single one of us. It's far <laughs> in real life. It's far from being uh, the perfect picture, but this is part of our journey. Right. And I don't know if I would do it otherwise, because those events have contributed to make to help me, help me become the woman that I am today. Right. And so then I think it's as we, we are adult, our power lies in, in, you know, celebrating whatever we want to celebrate. It doesn't have to be the holidays or Christmas, but to be able to celebrate ourselves the way we want to, with who we want to, in a way that is meaningful to us and not to what society is telling you. Yes, absolutely. I mean, because society is telling us to spend all of our money and buy things and all that other good stuff. Uh, the important part is the people part. Yeah, 
Yeah, and we are losing track of that. So that's why that's one of the reasons I believe, you know, for some people uh, at Christmas time, the holidays may be more challenging than 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 others. And so, what would be your your one word? What would be your 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 wish for uh, our beautiful uh, members watching watching the live and for those uh, watching the replay? What would be your your best wishes to them? Oh, you know what? I actually said that on a LinkedIn post that I did this morning. I said that my wish for people would be peaceful interactions with others, quality conversations, and lots of laughter. Oh, oh yeah, I like this one. And I would, I would add then good health, the priority. Take care of yourself. Don't kill yourself over a job, over something that you believe or. You, like other people are expecting from you because at the end of the day it's important to do things that are aligned with yourself and when you understand it as uh, robert was saying in the beginning when you understand what makes you happy you know and what you want in life once you have figured it out it allows you to make decisions that are aligned with who you are and when you live a life that is aligned, fully aligned with who you are, no matter what the Instagram <laughs> or the TV tell you, you don't care because you are like at peace or in peace with yourself. And everything that you are doing in life is aligned with who you are. So that would be my word to end this conversation, you know stay true to yourself and if you don't know it yet who you are that's okay it takes a process self-awareness is a process ask yourself the right questions read books you know reach out to people try to find your happy happy zone and once you found it just make decisions that are based on your own definition your own definition of happiness I have said it better myself. Yes, and thank you, everyone. And I see you guys are like networking. You are doing business in the comment section, <laughs> so that's great. Keep it this way. Keep doing business in the comment section. That's what we are here for. But Rob and I, we are also here, you know, to talk about topics that matters a lot or not so much actually to us right just to entertain you a little bit uh throughout the weekend so you can just like get rid of all the pressure that you had with work at work or whoever you know who is bothering you join us every saturday <laughs> morning for a live episode of good morning linkedin as you know we have like sometimes conversations that are controversial and that's good that's what we like about it right <laughs> yep yep yeah, yeah, we like the controversial, but today we just we just want everybody yeah. to be happy. Yes. If you're alone, because Benjamin asked, if you're alone, what if you're alone? If you're alone, call somebody. You got somebody in your phone book, in your address book that you can call. Just reach out. Hey, can I spend some time with you? Yeah, keep it simple. You know, the little things can have a big impact, so don't underestimate the little things that you can do because it could change like at least it could make your day your week you never know so just pick up the phone or send a message send an email send a text to someone that you know and just you know spread the 
spread the love and uh, and be kind to one another. I think that's what matters the most. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Robert. Enjoy the weekend. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas for those of you celebrating. And Rob and I, we will see you next week for another live episode of Good Morning LinkedIn. Bye-bye.